Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. We are on episode 56 of my little gaming show where once a week I ramble about video games. Rather, just games from my past, the ones that I grew up with, games that I'm currently playing. I review those top 10. And today we are doing a special versus episode putting up arguably the two greatest rhythm video game franchises of all time, Guitar Hero versus Rock Band. Oh my goodness, I played so much of these franchises. I grew up right in the prime of the rhythm game craze in the... I guess it kind of started in 2005 and then it really dropped off of a cliff. We'll, we'll talk all about that stuff. But before we get into the versus talk, let's slow it down, ease into it a little bit with a nice intro talk. Let's talk about some video games, movies, and TV shows that I've been watching and diving into over the last week or so. And I always encourage y'all, the listeners, let me know what you've been up to over the last little while or whatever. If you're playing an awesome video game, just binging an awesome TV show or you saw a movie that you just want to tell someone about, let me know about it. There's just so many things out there. I can't keep my finger on the pulse of everything out there. I've missed a million movies. There's so many video games out there. We're in the golden age of it and there's just so many games. I love a good recommendation. So throw them at me. Let me know what you've been up to and I'm going to let you know what I've been up to. Let's start off with some movies or I guess just movie because I only watched one. My wife and I last night, we watched Renfield. It's uh, starring, it has Nicolas Cage in it. That's the only guy that I think I know in it by name. Uh, he's playing Dracula. He's playing Dracula. And uh, yeah, it's pretty good. So it's called Renfield. That is the name of his like henchman or in vampire terms, they call him a familiar. He's basically goes out, gets some people to eat and do all this and that. And he's trying to regenerate Dracula to full power. And it was a solid movie. I was okay. It, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. When it first started, I was like, oh, it's rated rated 18A. I was like, oh, interesting. I thought it was uh, more of a comedy. And it, it, it is. It's definitely got comedy to it. But more more than anything, it's definitely a little bit of a gore blood fest, which is totally cool with me. I, I love that stuff. My wife, not so much. She was the one that suggested it. So she must not have done her research and... I didn't know anything about it, but pretty solid, man. Like, if you do like those bloody, gory movies, there's some pretty good action kind of scenes. I don't know. It's another movie that has a lot of genres going in. It's got some good action fighting scenes. It's got over-the-top, bloody, gory stuff going on. It's got... I wouldn't say no horror or anything, but um, Nicolas Cage is definitely Nicolas Cage in this. He actually plays a pretty... He makes a pretty good Dracula, I would say. Not too bad. And, yeah, it was a solid movie. Not really much to say about it. I wouldn't, like, say go out of your way to check it out. But if you really like vampires, which I can't say I'm huge on vampires, but it was a solid little movie. It was all right. If you're dying for some vampire stuff, you love Nick Cage, go check it out. It's it's still not the Nick Cage movie that I wanted to see. I'm still looking to watch that uh, super massive talent thing or whatever. That one's on my list. I will get to that at some point. But uh, it was my wife's turn to choose, so I let her choose. And yeah, solid movie. Not too bad. And in terms of TV shows, I finished off season two of Dave. Really, really like that show, Dave, man. Uh, just uh, 
Yeah, man, it was funny. <clears throat> I really liked Andrew Santiago or Ego, whatever the heck. He was great in it. I really liked the Dave character. He's really weird. I definitely my favorite episode uh, was in season two was when they go to meet Rick Rubin. That was a fantastic episode. Very neat. I'm pretty damn sure that was Rick Rubin in it the whole entire time. Anyway, you probably don't know what I'm talking about unless you watched Dave. But I would recommend Dave, man. That's a solid-ass show. I thought it was quite funny. Uh, Dave is a very weird, strange, like, narcissistic character. And there's some solid messaging to it. Characters are good and funny. Yeah, I like it. And if you like rap music, you're definitely... I just love music in general. Rap music isn't my favorite. I wouldn't say, but it's it's up there. I definitely I enjoy rap music, but it's got to be like a certain my my kind. I don't really like uh, the newish the newer kind. But I don't know. The music in it was funny. It was yeah. It's an enjoyable show. It's a comedy music show. So if you're into that kind of stuff, I would recommend Dave. I quite enjoyed that one. And yeah, I just went in blind. Didn't really know much about it. And there will be. I think there is or coming out a season three so i'll be looking forward to watching that for sure my wife and i watched that mini docu series on the amber heard and johnny depp uh it was more of a background watch you know i was in and out on that one it was okay i was just i wasn't very into it because i was already so very familiar with that situation it didn't happen very long ago and it was all over the media i mean it definitely, I just felt in the end of it, I was like, geez, we just spent way too much time and, and effort and money, like, blowing this whole thing up, and yeah, it was, eh, it's it's not really my kind of cup of tea, I don't really like celebrity drama, that's not necessarily what I, what I go for, but yeah, if you missed out by chance on the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp situation, it's a decent uh, inside look at it, I mean, I, it's not really, it didn't really show off anything new, it was just kind of like rehashing the stuff that everyone was showing off online like yeah it was honestly it's a little bit brutal how like how everyone would jump on amber heard but you know she's just i've not really she's just her own mess johnny depp's a mess like the whole celebrity thing it's just a mess and yeah it was just a whole bunch of drama and yeah so it was fine it was okay I finished off the first season of Righteous Gemstones. Really, really good shit. I started into season two now. And yeah, just uh, mm, really good stuff, man. I really like it. Love the characters so much. They're so freaking ridiculous. Spoiled rotten brats. Just these freaking like 40, 30, 40 year old adults. Just, oh my God, they're so over the top. And John Goodman, man, he's such a badass. I love him in this show. Uh, he did a very naughty thing in the first episode of season two. And he kind of uh, went back to like his old roots when he was a wrestler, which I, I was quite into. So I am enjoying Inglorious Gemstone or Righteous Gemstones, my bad. But yeah, dive into that one if you're just looking for a, just a very ridiculous comedy show it is quite over the top but there's like it's it's good it's just a very good show i'm very much so enjoying it and uh yeah you might have noticed that i kind of just like and enjoy everything and that's because i basically i kind of know what i like i i don't go for things too often that i don't like um 
only if my wife makes me watch something that uh, she likes the you know most wives are they they like their co- their cop stuff the the cop dramas and the and the murder shows and stuff like that I like it every now and again sparingly and it's got to be something very very interesting but uh, yeah I know what I like and I do my research into things before I watch them to make sure it's like okay this sounds like something that's up my alley and you know I generally just don't have enough time to like throw a chance at something that might I might like or might not like so that you know just if anyone's wondering I but I'm also a pretty open-minded person and I can I I can generally find something to like in about everything so I think that's everything that I watched in television show wise so let's get into games so this was an interesting week for me uh in terms of games so there was a game on my hit list that was leaving Game Pass, and I was like, oh no, this is bad. So that game was Immortality. And Immortality, i it's hard to call it a video game. Uh, I would call it more an experience. Uh, a great experience, though. So let's dive into Immortality for a second here. So it's an Xbox Series SX exclusive. I think it's also on PC. But uh, a very unique game. So this is all live action, real people, real actors. And uh, the premise of it is you got three movies and you're going through the footage of these three movies trying to piece together what happened to the main actress and why these three movies got canceled. Something went down in these three movies. Something happened with this actress. And you're trying to figure it out. And basically you're just watching... You know, rather, some some are short clips of movies, some are longer clips of movies, behind the scenes, like, rehearsals, so you got all this different footage you're going through, and in every piece of footage that you can wa- you watch, you can rewind it, you can slow it down, speed it up, do all this crazy shit, and then you can go into, like, a detective mode, and you can just kind of click on virtually almost anything you want, it could be... A fucking chair, a glass of water, someone's face, blood, boobies. It is a rated M game, and there are uh, sexual scenes in it. (coughs) So, uh, yeah, there's stuff like that. So if you just select uh, someone's eyes, it'll zoom in on the eyes, and then it'll take you to a different movie scene, and it'll just be related to eyes. It's like, oh, okay, I'm in another scene with eyes. I'm in, oh, it took me to a different scene with this apple that I click. Very interesting, and it drew me in, like, hard, bro. I got super, super interested in this game. Admittedly, I had no idea what was going on at the beginning. It's very bare bones. They kind of just throw you in, and you just start watching footage, and you're like, okay, and you're just trying to figure out what's going on here, and it was really, really fucking cool. I'm so sad that it's leaving, it's it's gone on Game Pass, and I didn't get to finish it. I'm devastated. I got very close to the end. I played a lot of it. I probably, I, I just committed myself to playing it most this week. Like, that was, I was like, I gotta try and finish it before it's gone, and sadly, I didn't get that job done, but I got enough of a hell of an experience, and wow, very cool game, I I would imagine it's not for everybody, it's very minimal in gameplay, you're literally just cycling through footage, but it's very interesting, you just know there's something eerie, and I'm not gonna give it away, but at, at one point, like, boom, like, shit started getting weird, and then, like, I started, like, I was like, whoa, a game, game starts to open up, 
And yeah, after a couple hours, it just like, yeah, shit starts to get really wild. I did figure out like one of the movies, I got one of them completed, kind of figured out that mystery. And I was like, whoa, okay, this is very, very cool. So if you're interested in, or if you haven't heard of Immortality, I know it's um, it was one of the higher rated games on Metacritic. And that's why I had interest in it. But it doesn't have a lot of like professional reviews. It's got like 15. And it's at like an 88, 89 or something on Metacritic. But um, yeah, I would understand that it's, it's definitely not for everybody because it's basically you're watching a movie. But like three movies basically. And it's all over the place. And yeah, but I, I like that. Like I like Quentin Tarantino movies, how they're like, oh, all these random pieces and then it all comes together in the end. I dig that. So it was it very much so drew me. Like there was a couple times where I played for hours and hours and I was just like, oh, wow. Like I just can't stop next piece of footage and looking through. Oh, this one's new. Oh, oh I've seen this one. I'm going to. And then, oh, dude, it was an excellent experience. So if it sounds like something up your alley, very, very story driven game. Like the, the gameplay is so very minimal, but I loved it. It was such a great after work game. Like, you know, it's like, oh, my brain power is low. I'm tired. I'm exhausted from work, even, you know, but and I just want something simple to play. And this was as simple as it gets. You're literally just pressing a and it's very simple and you're just watching stuff but it was very very interesting i got very drawn into it the acting was great uh yeah what a what an interesting interesting experience immortality is i would recommend it but do some research just to kind of understand and see if that's your kind of experience i heard it's not very long i i read you can beat it in six hours but i can guarantee it i played it for much a, a little bit of quite a bit more than that like probably eight or nine but I dug it, dude. It was fucking cool. It's cheap. It's only like $26. You know, I don't really, like, I'm such a cheap bastard. I don't know if I want to bite the bullet. Pay 25 bucks to get, like, the last hour and a half of the gameplay. Figure out what's going on. Probably just going to look it up online, see what went down. But extremely cool game. So I played the shit out of that. And that kind of put Horizon on the back burner a little bit. But I still got in some time with Horizon. Still working my way through it, building up for a review episode for that. Should be coming in in a week or so, so that'll be kidding. And I've also been just crushing Wargroove. Oh my god, I love freaking Wargroove. It is so good. It's it's scratching an itch that I've had. Uh, just I needed it scratched for a little bit now. My strategy game itch, and oh baby, this is such a fantastic strategy game. Oh my god, and it's such a cheap one to get, like... You know, if you're maybe like me, I didn't want to pull the trigger on the advanced war collection thing or triangle strategy or something like that, so like an $80, an $80, $90 game. I wanted to just, you know, scratch the itch with a $9 war groove, and it's excellent. It's an excellent little freaking strategy game, man. And it's not easy either. Some of the Some of the side missions are really, really tough. Like, I tapped out... On some of them, I'm just like, nah, nah, bro. Like, they're just too much of a grind. They're going to take, like, hours, some of them. Like, some of them are so big. And a couple of those are so challenging. Like, I love it. Like, some of the strategy games, like, I'm not going <clears> to... <throat> I mean, I love Fire Emblem, but sometimes I just found it way too simple. And I wish I could make it a little more difficult. Wargroove, bro. Wow, this game rules. So good. I cannot stop playing it. And I was able to put in a little bit of hi-fi rush time this week. Uh, still really enjoying it, but I'm not in as much love as I was with it last week. The opening of that game is 
freaking awesome and I was just so drawn into the world and the music and the art style. So, like I said, still still really enjoying it. It's just like starting to lose a little bit of momentum. I thought maybe it would like easily be in my probably in the top 10 favorite games of the year. And now it's like, oh, we're, we're talking maybe lower in the top 10s. Might be a shout-out level. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to be playing a little bit more of that this week and hopefully get that one done. It's going to be between Horizon or Hi-Fi Rush, whichever one uh, gets a review episode foist. So there'll be that one incoming. And yeah, I think that is everything that I've been playing this week. I didn't buy anything uh, because I am saving up. I believe I am going to be diving into... Um, Baldur's Gate 3 when that drops on PlayStation 5. I'm just kind of, I'm going to wait and make sure it comes out and everything's okay with the PlayStation 5 version. And as long as that, I, I'm extremely interested. It just seems so freaking awesome. Obviously, the reviews are off the charts. I can't, all I hear is amazing things and I'm super duper intrigued. So I might pull the trigger on that. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, if you have, um, well, I guess the game's not out yet, but yeah, I re- really want to get my hands on Baldur's Gate 3, so I'll be uh, maybe talking about that next episode. We'll have to wait and see, but no more waiting for this versus. Let's talk about some rock band versus Guitar Hero. What rhythm franchise was better? Oh my god, you're gonna melt my face off with all that guitar hero in, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so how are we going to be doing this versus? Well, I am going to be going through five categories. We're gonna judge these two franchises in terms of their soundtrack, the graphics, the instruments that you are playing with, the gameplay slash, you know, career mode, and then their spin-off games. So, outside of their numbered games, the other games. So, uh, obviously, well, if you're not aware of it, there was a rhythm rock band guitar hero boom in, like, the late, or, I don't know, like, 20, 2005 until about 2010. It was just everywhere. There was, like... There was an outrageous amount of video games uh, released in these uh, series. I mean, we got Rock Band starting in 2007, and from 2007 till the end of 2010, they released 10 video games. Now, there are some spin-off games and some tel- or phone games and stuff like that in there as well, but that is an outrageous amount of video games to release um, in that short amount of time. And that's kind of been the big problem with uh, the rhythm video game is that they just got oversaturated. They just went way too hard with the Guitar Hero and Rock Band games in such a short amount of time. Guitar Hero also very, very guilty of it as well. They started in 2005 and from 2005 till 2010, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 different Guitar Hero slash spin-off titles under that umbrella. So an outrageous amount of video games. We're not going to get in-depth with every single one of them. 
but we're mostly going to be focusing in on the main numbered uh, franchises. So Guitar Hero 1 to 5, Rock Bands 1 to mostly 3 because I really had nothing much to do with Rock Band 4. But we're definitely going to be diving into a lot of them. So let's start off with one of, one of if not the most important thing, the soundtrack of these games. So in the early days of Guitar Hero, they didn't necessarily have the budget or, you know, that kind of thing to have licensed tracks in their video games. Now, I might be a little bit hazy on that because I didn't really get into the Guitar Hero-ing hardcore until Guitar Hero 2 and 3 came out on 360. I wasn't a PS2 Guitar Hero player. My apologies. But uh, from what I can tell, especially when I started playing Guitar Hero 2, they had a lot of tracks that were basically remakes of a different band playing um, basically a tribute to uh, their song, which honestly I kind of dug and I a little, not necessarily miss, but I kind of would like to have both versions. Now it's great to have the license track, the song that you hear on your CD, the song that you're hearing on the radio, but I kind of dug the idea of it being played by someone that's not the band recreating it in their own way because that kind of gives off more the the vibe of being your own rocker like you know me I play drums and I don't play 100% perfectly what Rush is playing on their drums you know I'm not playing it perfectly and that's kind of the fun of it I'm making it my way so I didn't that was never really a negative for me but that was something that the early guitar hero games were I wouldn't say dealing with, but that's what they were doing with their songs at the beginning. So, not really hampering in any way, but these games were loaded with bangers, man. Absolute bangers. And starting with Guitar Hero 1, they had a meaty soundtrack as well. Like, they weren't shying away. They had about 50 songs. You know, you got your Motorhead, you got Pantera, Sum 41, Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Ramones, Queen... Queens of the Stone Age, Jimi Hendrix, Judas Priest, David Bowie. Like, that's a good list of kind of newer songs. You got a whole variety of genres in there. And yeah, man, those are some really good ones. Now, personally, I didn't play a whole lot of Guitar Hero 1, but I mean, like, Killer Queen. Oh, man, no one knows. I'm not going to go into every single song, but there were some bangers. And they had some... Uh, good bonus songs as well. I mean, Anarchy Club, they're really popular in a lot of these games. Freeze Pop as well. And I guess I should mention this now. So, the first two Guitar Hero games were made by uh, Harmonix. And then they went off, they got purchased by like MTV. And then they went off to make the Rock Band games. So, basically the Rock Band... Uh, people made Guitar Hero 1 and 2, and then Activision continued onwards with the Guitar Hero franchise from Guitar Hero 3 onwards. So, I mean, we're in a little bit of a paradox there where it's like the Rock Band people made the first two Guitar Hero games, but I'm going to separate that. It's still going to be the Guitar Hero games versus the Rock Band games, but it started kind of different. I mean, they were... It's almost like... Think almost reminds me of Nintendo working with Sony and then like it falls apart and Sony goes off and has the PlayStation and their own success and then Guitar Hero has their own success but they did it a different way. Anyway, so that's a nice look and set list for Guitar Hero 1. Like I said, I don't know if every single song there was uh, exactly the song but um, I know 
there were at least a mixture of licensed and just like remake songs or remasters or whatever. And then fucking Guitar Hero 2, man, there was some very, very awesome songs that I remember playing so much. I mean, you got Avenged Sevenfold, Beast and the Harlot, played the bejesus out of that. Carry On My Wayward Son was just so freaking popular. My Chemical Romance, Freebird by Leonard Skinner, Hangar 18, you got more Megadeth, Nirvana... Oh my, Killing in the Name, Rage Against the Machine, Late to Rest, Lamb of God, you're starting to get some more metal songs, Anthrax, Danzig, I mean, oh, Rancid, Iggy Pop and the Stooges, Motley Crue, and if you can tell here, the sound, the, the soundtrack, the, the set lists are getting bigger and bigger. So are there 40 songs, they say, on the PS2 version, 48 songs in the Xbox 360 with some bonus songs. So it's getting bigger, and it's getting a little bit better. Guitar Hero 2 also has some very legendary bonus songs. We're talking Thunder Horse Baby by Deathlock. Oh my god, Thunder Horse. That song is so much fun to play. The Light That Blinds by Shadowfall. Uh, you got Trogdor by Strongbad. So yeah, you got a little bit more of the funky songs. The Legendary Jordan by freaking Buckethead, dude. Oh my god. I remember the first time I saw that guitar chart i thought it was fake and then like i tried there's i never was able to beat jordan there was just no freaking way in hell man but guitar hero 2 very i played the bejesus out of that uh the big song on guitar hero 2 was sweet child of mine that was a very very popular song and i mean that guitar rift i mean so legendary to play and pretty difficult the first time i mean when i went back to play some of the older Guitar Hero games, the, like, final songs, some some of them I sneezed at, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, these used to be so freaking hard for me, and now it, I got pretty good at Guitar Hero and stuff like that. But then Guitar Hero 3 came out, and, like, gloves were officially fucking off with this game. This was, I would say this is probably, I, I think it's the hardest one, I think it's safe to say, but... Oh man, this is the one that really made the impact on me. So admittedly, I was a little, I wouldn't say anti-Guitar Hero. I would play it. I enjoyed Guitar Hero. It's just that I was so much more interested in Rock Band because of the drums. I just, I've always been crazy about drums and Guitar Hero didn't have that, but I still played it and I loved it. But Guitar Hero 3 was the one that like, for a moment there, I was like, shit, this this is freaking awesome. Like, for a while there, like, I've, I just liked them both. I really just enjoyed both. But this soundtrack, now we're getting, like, real, these are the real songs, the real bands. You got your Slipknot in there before I forget. Oh, my good Black Magic Woman, Lil' Santana, like, come on. Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Eric Johnson, the freaking Cliffs of Dover, man. I played that song a million times. I loved playing that song. The legendary The Devil Went Down to Georgia. That song, that one I was actually able to get through, believe it or not. Uh, it was hard as fucking hell, and it's not even the hardest song in this game, but Devil Went Down to Georgia, man. So freaking cool. This one isn't the original song, which is also a banger, but it's played with a fucking, like, a fiddle or a violin or some shit. This one's like a fucking rock metal version. It is amazing. One of the best songs, most legendary songs in all of Guitar Hero. Um, 
Uh, Pat Benatar, Muse, Knights of Sidonia. That was a that was a big one for me. I remember so vividly listening to Priestess Lay Down. I remember playing that at a demo kiosk at like a Best Buy, and that song blew me away. It was so much fun to play. I just loved playing that song. I still play it today, and like I play it on drums because the song's just a banger. You got Tenacious D is up in there. Weezer. My name is Jonas. My boy Bill. Fucking love that song. I love Paint It Black. That was amazing. One. Oh my god, dude. Metallica's one. That was that was intense. The guitar solo in that song was freaking bananas. Speaking of bananas, Raining Blood, anybody? Slayer? Oh my god. Like these are hard, hard songs. I struggled so much to get through Guitar Hero 3. Uh fucking Raining Blood was one of them that I could maybe at best 25% of the time get through it pride and joy stevie ray vaughn let's go up in here man also i just love music by the way if you haven't been able to uh to get that but this soundtrack is dope fucking cream sunshine of your love welcome to the jungle you got some more guns and roses and oh baby the bonus songs oh ruby 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 little kaiser chiefs let's go and then yeah, I'm already I see it already right there at the bottom of the list. Through the fire and flames, Dragon Force. Ridiculous, dude. There's I never even sniffed getting close. I could probably make it eight seconds in there, and I'm out. I believe my buddy Billy got through that song a handful of times. I remember the fucking elastic band trick where you're like you stick the elastic band on the on the green and you just try your best. Oh my god, forget about it. Prayer of a refugee, little rise against up in here. Oh. Kill switch engaged. Oh yeah, baby. Let me see. I'm trying to what oh, there's gotta be more. I feel like there's am I missing a really, really heavy metal lady? Oh, Anyway, those are, oh my god, Through the Fire and Flames. Take This Life, that was a, that's a banger right there as well. Good freaking soundtrack. And now you're up to 73 songs on uh, Spread Across the Solo and Co-op Careers. So yeah, as we're going to get through the song, uh, uh, through these games, they're going to get a bigger and badder soundtrack. Badder meaning a good thing. In, in music terms, that's, bad is good. And then we get to Guitar Hero 4 and... For me personally, this is where the it took a little bit of a dip. I, did, I wasn't a huge fan of Guitar Hero World Tour. This is where they started at. They tried to be rock band. They added in the drums. They added in... I think they... No. Yeah, no, they didn't have singing. They added in the singing. But uh, this wasn't the strongest soundtrack. They had some absolute bangers in there. I mean, you got System of a Down, BYOB. B, that's an absolute banger. Hard as hell. Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Fantastic. Damn it. By Blink-182. You got some Foo Fighters in here. It's not that, like, they have good songs. It's just there weren't. I remember just a lot of them not being a lot of fun to play. Hotel California was a banger. Hot for Teacher was fucking nuts. Especially, like, drums. Forget about it. I didn't get to play a lot of drums in terms of rock, uh, Guitar Hero stuff. But uh, when I did... I tried my hand at Hot for Teacher, fucking, oh my god, little Jimmy Eat World, more Ozzy Osbourne, Mr. Crowley, they went in with some Ozzy Osbourne here, 
uh, Dream Theater. You got some Jimi Hendrix Purple Haze Live. That is nice. So, I mean, like I said, it's like none of them are particularly bad. Like Trapped Under Ice, that's your Metallica song. Like, I mean, there's so many other way better Metallica songs. I I know maybe at this time that might have been when they were releasing Guitar Hero Metallica, which is a banger. We'll get to that. Uh, not the strongest soundtrack in uh, they. I mean, Guitar Hero 5, I think, is one of the more underrated in the franchise. Honestly, I think uh, Guitar Hero 5 was fantastic. I can't... I think I do own this one, but I think I rented it first, and I was just blown away at how really just fucking awesome this one was. You got some Bob Dylan all along the Watchtower up in there. Two Minutes to Midnight, American Girl, Tom Petty, my boy, Uh, more Jimmy Eat World, Bleed America... Oh, bring the noise, baby. Public Enemy featuring Zach Wilde. That's fun. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Frampton. Do you feel? Oh, come on. Do you feel? If you get that, you're awesome. Do Host by Ramstein. Come on. Children of Bodom. That's a that's a good one. Sonic Youth and Lizzie. Three Doors Down. Kryptonite. Yeah. Uh, Motley Crue. Uh, looks that kill. Oh, that's disappointing. Santana, what's up? Garbage, Wild Cherry, Muse, plug-in baby. Gotta have Blink-182, more Tom Petty, running down a dream. Absolute banger. Shouted out loud by Kiss Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of really good songs. Rack on Tour, uh, Rush, more Megadeth, Stevie Wonder, Eagles of Death Metal. Okay, that's fun. Deep Purple, Attack Attack, Bon Jovi. I'm, I appreciate Bon Jovi. He's just like one of, I just, every time I turn on the radio, I swear to God, it's Bon Jovi and it's never, it's my life and that song just doesn't get enough love. But yes, the Guitar Hero 5 soundtrack, I think that's where we're going to leave off in terms of the, of the main Guitar Hero games. I know there's Warriors of Rock and Guitar Hero Live, but we'll tap out at Guitar Hero 5 in terms of the main franchise because there's only four rock band games so i don't want to just oversaturate it with all of the guitar hero stuff and we got to touch on dlc now i'm not going to go through their entire freaking backlog of every dlc but guitar hero had some dlc songs they had some all right ones i mean they had a metallica album released they just didn't release anywhere near the number of Rock Band DLC. Rock Band DLC was so amazing. We'll talk about it in a moment, but yes, I acknowledge there is some pretty good-ass songs in the Guitar Hero downloadable content catalog. I personally never dove too deep into it. There's a handful that I went out of my way to buy, but a lot of my money definitely was going to the Rock Band downloadable content catalog. So now that we went through the Guitar Hero soundtrack throughout their franchise a lot of just legendary songs dude some of the hardest songs ever made i would say for me personally guitar hero 3 some of the songs in there are just absolutely i i could never i would never even get close to beating them even in my prime when i was very much so playing a lot a lot a lot of guitar hero i still wasn't able to beat through fire and flames and would rarely get through um devil went down to georgia but so many legendary stories so many legendary uh attempts and oh so close but yet so far so let's dive into rock band now and their soundtrack 
So Rock Band getting their start in 2007 because Harmonix was too busy making Guitar Hero 1 and 2. They moved on, started working with MTV, which was a great pairing because they have an incredible music backlog. And the first Rock Band had a pretty damn good first set list. I mean, there's some songs that I absolutely loved playing. There's some songs here that I fucking hated playing. Uh, Ballroom Blitz by Sweet, absolute banger. Jet, Are You Gonna Be My Girl. Um, Creep by Radiohead, man. Oh, that was a song I played a billion times and just never really liked playing it, though the song is incredible. Cheer Up Rock by Smashing Pumpkins was incredible. Enter Sandman by Metallica was so much fun to play on drums. Detroit Rock City was a banger. Dead on Arrival by Fall Out Boy was a lot of fun to play. Flirting with Disaster Molly Hatchet, Boston, Foreplay Long Time. Oh my god, that was a skill check right there on drums. The opening to that song on drums is so, was fucking nuts. You got Greengrass and High Tides by the Outlaws. That's basically the rock band's version of Freebird. I believe they have Freebird. You can download it. But Greengrass is like 10 and a half minutes. Got like 49 guitar solos. Long as hell. And it's hard. And I finally got through that song. Took me forever. Highway Star by Deep Purple. That was like the kind of the theme entrance song for rock band that was in a lot of the trailers very very fun song maps by the yeah yeah yeahs used to drive me fucking insane that drum beat was so hard it took me forever to get it down but now that i have it down it's ingrained in my brain and i can play it perfectly on my drum set now and it's actually a ton of fun reptilla by the strokes i think that's in one of the guitar heroes as well Paranoid by Black Sabbath, and I also, if I remember correctly, I believe some songs in Rock Band 1 were also, like, not actually Black Sabbath, they're, like, made as famous by songs, so, like, Rock Band's producing Paranoid, I think they, Paranoid was one of them, Run to the Hills, Iron Maiden was fucking so insane on drums, oh my god, Rush, Tom Sawyer, wasn't the original, they got the original in later, but uh, the the first rock band that wasn't the original Tom Sawyer, that one was very fucking hard too, Stone Temple Pilots, I mean the Killers, yeah man, there's a lot of uh, really, really good opening soundtrack, I would say. Uh, you got about 45 songs there, you got a handful of bonus songs, and some bands here that are familiar from the other you got bang camaro they're a very popular band that uh, rock band likes to put in their games freeze pop anarchy club timmy and the lords of the underworld from south park that that was just fucking silly and really fun uh nightmare by crooked x that was a fucking good song too uh, definitely not as like like freeze pop brain power just a weird quirky song I enjoyed it man I definitely enjoyed it I played this soundtrack and probably every single song on this first rock band, rock band soundtrack at least 50 times each I mean I have the beats just ingrained into my body because I just had to replay these songs over and over again but then we get to Rock Band 2 and the soundtrack gets uh, quite a bit bigger gets a little bit better you're getting more bigger names you're getting more of the the real song their real songs no I don't think they have any of the like 
I can't, I can't, I don't know what I should call them, like remakes, remasters, their own versions of the songs, anyway, not the originals, and then, so we go from, what, 45 songs in the first game, we go to a staggering 84 songs into the second game, I think that's the biggest uh, set list to date, and oh my goodness, dude, uh, some absolute, oh dude, there's some songs in here, <laughs> I've played these songs so many times, Pearl Jam, Alive, Avenged Sevenfold, Almost Easy, like, the Avenged Sevenfold songs alone, the DLC ones too, I played hundreds, hundreds of times, I love, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, especially the rock band songs, Jethro Tull, Aqualung, Metallica, Battery, that was nuts, you got, there's Kansas, Carry On My Wayward Song, song uh, Sun, that's in pretty much every rhythm game, same with um, Blitzkrieg Bop by uh, the Ramones, I found that was in like almost every rhythm game, uh, let's look through, Everlong was freaking really hard, really enjoyed uh, Modest Mouse's Float On, that's a song that I still listen to today, really enjoy that, Give It give it Away by Red Hot Chili Peppers, Give It All, Rise Against, that was a really fun one. Dude, Let There Be Rock is probably the reason why I had, like, like I have wrist problems to this date. On drums, that song is so relentless, the pace, and it's just nonstop. My wrists would be on fire getting through Let There Be Rock. Oh my god, that song would drive me freaking insane. Master Exploder, Tenacious D, we're starting to get more and more Tenacious D up in here. Dream Theater, Panic Attack, that song was hard as fuck fuck painkiller was hard as fuck pretty much anything that's megadeth is going to be hard as fuck steve miller band bad company guns is okay that wasn't a good guns and roses song but uh it was in a free pack so that's okay and then they have yeah these are just a lot of like oh spoon man bro spoon man spoon man yeah bro i played a million million times fucking spoon man you got rush smashing pumpkins like yeah Great soundtrack, really, really, really good. And the bonus thing, I don't know if Guitar Hero ever did this 100%. I don't think so, but I know for a fact Rock Band did. You can transfer, you can transfer over your Rock Band one set list to Rock Band two. Just scratch. There's like three songs that didn't go over. Sadly, they're like three of the best songs from Rock Band one. It was like Paranoid, Enter Sandman, and something else. But other than that, you can transfer all your songs over and just have it in one disc, so you're not fucking. Oh, I want to play. Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Oh, I'm going to take it, put my Guitar Hero 2 in. Rock Band, they eliminated that. So that was sick. But I did what I would at least like once a week put in my Rock Band 1 just so I could play Enter Sandman on drums. I fucking loved it. And then we go to Rock Band 3. And I was still, I know at this point, this is where the the craze is definitely wearing off. I was still extremely, extremely hyped and excited for Rock Band 3. We got some new instruments getting uh, introduced into the series. We'll talk about instruments uh, more so in a little bit, but the soundtrack gets a little bit bigger. There's only it's, It can only get so big, and on top of that, they have their outrageous DLC catalog of songs we'll talk about that in a moment 83 songs in rock band three you got your beast in the harlot fucking avenge sevenfold personally i like the guitar hero version a little bit better i feel like for a lot of them unless it's drums in terms of guitar track i feel like i always like the guitar hero ones a little bit harder 
Before I forget, you got uh, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. This was a huge one to add because they added in the keyboards now and Bohemian Rhapsody, just a legendary song. Not as fun to play as it is just to sing it in a car and head and stuff, but loved it. You got your Crazy Train. So you're starting to see songs that you've seen in other games. and But I mean, Crazy Train, you've got to have Crazy Train up in there. Ramstein, there's Du Haas, that one was in there. I definitely recall, I didn't like this. This wasn't my favorite soundtrack in the game. I mean, at this point, I was very much so just reliant on my uh, DLC catalog because I feel like I had about 450 songs downloaded. So I had a ton of them. And the direction of this soundtrack was changed a little bit because they had to... They wanted to add in some more songs that had piano, and honestly, they didn't even do that good of a job adding in all that many piano songs. You got The Who, you got some more Tom Petty, John Lennon, Imagine, that's a great piano song. Jerry was a race car driver, that was one of the weirder ones, I'm not, it was hard. You got Fish, oh Fish, man, they're, they're fucking nuts, That their, their drums are always absolutely freaking crazy. Okay, this one's cool, uh... Juan's Me and Amora. There was a point in my rock band online career where I was ranked top 10 in the world on this song. And that's not really like a big plug or anything. I feel like it's because no one played this song other than me. I thought it was fucking awesome. Me Amora. It's a little like Spanish and shit. Fuck yeah. Paramore, Misery Business. That was a big one. No one knows. That was one of my favorites, especially to play it on drums. I still play that song on drums today. It's so much fun. Fucking Dio, baby. Amy Winehouse, Rehab. I love Amy Winehouse. Oh, Elton John, Deep Purple. Uh, the Di- Dire Straits, Smash. <laughs> fucking Smash Mouth. And it's not even uh, All-Star. It's Walking on the Sun. Devo. So, like, yeah, it's a solid, like, lots of great songs. They just, these ones weren't, there wasn't as many really fun ones to play. Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. That was one of the more fun ones uh, from my memory. But yes, the Rock the Rock Band 3 soundtrack was quite good. I'll go quickly through the Rock Band 4 one. Sadly, I never got to play much of it outside of my friend's house. And I only got to play it a couple of times at his house. We, wouldn't, we didn't always want to just bust out the Rock Band 4 and get that all set up. But let's go through and take a look at some of these. You got Arctic Monkeys. They're fucking huge. You too finally made making an appearance gotta have more foo so many foo fighter songs got some Venge sevenfold not their best uh song hail of the king but it, it is a uh, pretty fun to play uh dream theater metropolis part one dream theater is just bananas i just gotta throw them out there van halen there's panama that's a good song the Seeker by The Who, that's an amazing song. System of Down, Spiders, uh, interesting choice in song right there. I mean, there's there's a lot of really fun System of Down songs. you got some Elvis Presley, Suspicious Minds, Aerosmith, Toys in the Attic, Mark Robertson featuring Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk, That that's a pretty good one. And You Make Love and Fun by Fleetwood Mac. So yeah, this is a pretty big step down in terms of the soundtrack. Down to 65 songs on the discs for this game. So I feel like maybe Rock Band 2 and 3 overdid it a little bit. Maybe Especially Rock Band 2, like 85 songs was a lot. And they also had like this unlimited set list where you have to go through all of the songs in a row without stopping to get the achievement. And having to play 85 songs in a row made that fucking impossible. <laughs> but... Honestly, all said and done, the big 
the big thing that really sways uh, my decision easily in favor of Rock Band is their downloadable content every single week for like what? 10 plus years, every single week, they would release a minimum three songs, sometimes whole albums, sometimes big, just big packs. It was outstanding. It was amazingly consistent. It was every single week. They never missed, like, I don't think they ever missed. And the one, there was one DLC song on Rock Band since day fucking one was on the announced list and it never came out. Metallica's Fuel. And Ask my friend Billy, I, every single week, I'd be like, bro, this is the week Fuel is coming to Rock Band. Give me fuel, give me fuck, give me da da Such a good song, like, come on. But in all honesty, I think the soundtracks on the base game discs, I think they're pretty comparable. They're both, I love all of the soundtracks. Now, my personal favorite ones would be, oh man, like Rock Band 2, I had a lot of fun with it. It was very big, but there was a lot of really good songs. Honestly, Rock Band 1, I had a ton, I played the shit out of that one. Guitar Hero 3, I think easily is my favorite soundtrack in the whole series. Guitar Hero 5 was really fun. It just didn't have the the bangers. And some of the other ones that I really, really enjoyed are in the uh, extra games. But I think Rock Band 2 is the one that I played by far the most. And like I said, man, the DLC amount, like there's easily over a thousand songs, maybe two or three thousand at this point. They even had like a Rock Band Network thing where they're throwing up even more extra songs from like less known artists. And it was insane, man. And it wasn't just like they weren't putting out like not big artists on their DLC. They went fucking nuts on the DLC. It was every any fucking song you can think of. Rock Band probably has it somewhere. Like there's tons of times that my wife or fucking anyone that came, hey, uh, does it have this song? And I'd look it up. Yep, there it is. Pay three dollars, download it. Boom, we're playing that song. Incredible. So. It's close on the base disc, but with the extra DLC of Rock Band, by far, I am giving Rock Band the edge and soundtrack in the first category. Next category, we're going to talk quickly about graphics. Uh, admittedly, these games went for pretty different styles. So Activision and Rock Band, or um, Activision and Guitar Hero, they went more for the Activision style. It's kind of Tony Hawk looking. Uh, they're semi-cartoony, realistic people. And Rock Band went for a way more realistic tone. You got more realistic-looking people. Uh, The crowds are way more realistic. The venues that you're playing in feel a lot more like you're in a real venue. Some of them are... And they're a lot more varied. There's, like, small, danky, like, dive bars. There's huge fucking arenas. And you're going all around the world. And, yeah, man. It also just, like... I know this should probably go into, like sound like or something like that but also the ambience of the crowds in rock band are just sometimes it still gives me chills some of like some of the songs the crowd will like join in and they're singing the song with you they're clapping they'll boo the video crowd will boo they do that in guitar hero as well but it definitely it went a lot longer in a in it just i enjoyed the style that rock band went it went more realistic it went more uh just yeah, I like the realistic tone of it. It's not that the Guitar Hero side of it was bad. It just doesn't age as well. It's kind of goofy looking at times, especially like the older Guitar Hero. I'm not going to like rag on it too bad because, you know, that was some of those were on the PS2 and stuff. But they went familiar with their models. Like it looks like they threw in 
a whole bunch of people from Tony Hawk, some NPCs and shit, and they just threw them into the crowd. It's fine. Like, it does the job. They, they, I think for the most part, they'll clap along when you, like, kick into your overdrive and shit. Sometimes they'll, they'll cheer along with the songs. They'll definitely boo the shit out of you when you suck. That's for sure. I think both games are fine looking, but I'm going to give the edge to Rock Band in this category as well. And let's move on now to the next category, which is the instruments. Oh, 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 the instruments. Oh, my goodness. I remember uh, at the end of the rhythm game craze when you would just see bins bins and bins of Guitar Hero and Rock Band guitars and instruments and and drums and crap like that. You could buy them for a dime a dozen. And now apparently they've like refound their value and people want them again. So that's great. I mean, that's I still have all my shit. I got it all packed away in a fucking hockey bag stored away in my storage and probably never going to pull it out again. Not because I, I... I don't love it or anything. It's just now I have like real instruments, so I don't really need the rock band anymore. But man, if there is a resurgence in the rhythm rock band fucking guitar hero craze and it comes back, I'm all in. I'm so going to be there for it and I can't wait. But let's talk about the peripherals. This can be a little bit controversial because some people are all the way guitar hero and super anti rock band and vice versa some people can't stand the guitar hero stuff and love the rock band stuff me well i'm gonna let you know let's let's start off with the guitars okay so guitar hero it's in the name guitar it's got to have a good guitar right well yeah it definitely had a freaking good guitar Mostly, my personal favorite and all of the released Guitar Hero ones would be the Guitar Hero 3. Just the black Les Paul, beautiful shout-out, special shout-out to the Aerosmith one with that really awesome Aerosmith faceplate on it. That was sick. I didn't have that one personally, but the Guitar Hero 3, Guitar Hero 2. I think the Guitar Hero 2 is the Explorer, uh, Explorer? Explorer, Explorer guitar. It's a, it's a Les Paul. It's super metal looking. It's not my favorite one. Like I definitely prefer the look of the Les Paul, the Gibson. Just such a gorgeous guitar in real life and legendary. So many legendary guitarists. And then the what is it? The SG, the Gibson SG was the PS2 versions classic guitar. You know, fucking School of Rock. Jack Black was rocking that guitar in that movie. Uh, not my favorite one. I didn't, I wasn't huge on the PS2 ones, but for the time, that first grouping of guitars, those little fuckers were goddamn spectacular, but, uh, they definitely improved the Guitar Hero guitar. I think they peaked at three. The Guitar Hero 4 one was fine. It's just that little slide thing that they added. It didn't do a whole lot for me, personally. The guitar was fine. It kind of had that Auburn woody color which was pretty cool but uh they didn't have that classic les paul gibson style to it but it was a quality guitar any of them that they released after that i personally have never touched and then there's the rock band one so this one's up for debate some people love this guitar some people hate it i i didn't hate it like this is the first one that i owned i i didn't get i got the rock band original package that was my first one that i owned So I had the OG rock band guitar, and like, yeah, there's things about it that are wicked, and there's things about it that suck. So, out of the box, it's a Stratocaster, classic, like, 
such a guitar ass looking guitar. Like it's fantastic. It's not the it's not the Gibson. I prefer the look of the Gibson, but Stratocaster. I mean, mm, really really nice looking, and it was bigger. It had a little bit. I wouldn't say more weight, but it was just a bigger guitar. Just it was a bit. It felt more realistic, I guess, in the hands. Not so much like you're playing with a toy. The 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 Guitar Hero one definitely felt def- not smaller to scale than the real guitar. Same with the Stratocaster; those are big guitars. But at least the Rock Band Peripheral, it was a big, it was a bigger guitar, and it felt good. I really, really loved the little uh, dial that it had, where you can kind of change the sound of your guitar. You can make it go wah wah, and like you could change up the sounds, especially when you go into overdrive. It would really amplify the effect that you put on the guitar, which was awesome. And, dude, there was sometimes my friends and I, we used to have these game days. Whenever there would be a PA day at school when we're off, we'd all get together, and a lot of the time we'd be playing rock band. And uh, one friend would get the good Guitar Hero 1, the other one would be with the rock band one. But you get to do the wah-wah, so you put the wah-wah on, and especially when you're playing bass, like a really good way, it goes wow-wow-wow. It's so... We would... We'd be crying laughing. We'd fail the song and just because it's so funny. So I really, really loved that little aspect on that guitar. I wish Guitar Hero did that. Like, I'm shocked. I don't think they ever really did. Maybe on that Guitar Hero 4 one there was something, but I don't, I don't recall that. But I love that touch. And then the other stuff that's not so great about it. So the strum bar, it doesn't click. It's silent, which your parents probably loved. But you, as the player, not so much. The Guitar Hero one had a fantastic click to it, up and down, so you can really tell, you can get a much better feel of where you are with the beat, uh, especially when you're go- doing the up and down strums on like the expert levels. It's like so, makes it so much easier. Guitar, The Rock Band one, it was kind of floaty, it didn't feel very good, the strum bar, I... Was never a big fan. And then the buttons on the Guitar Hero one. They're good. Classic, sturdy, nice buttons. Good good finger feel, you know what I'm saying? Nice, uh, really forms to the finger nicely. And then the Rock Band one. So you got clicky buttons. They, um, they're a little more rigid, a little more pointy. They're not as comfortable. Definitely not as comfortable. Now, the clicky button things. I liked it. I was fine with it. It wasn't necessary. But Rock Band, they needed something to click. I guess they, they, for some reason, didn't want the strum bar. I think in later Rock Bands, they did make it click. But I, once I got my hands on the Guitar Hero 3 guitar, I really just... That was my baby. That was my thing. But the Rock Band one, yeah, didn't have the as comfortable of a feel. It was also wired, which kind of fucking sucked. Uh, the Guitar Hero ones were, not, were wireless, so you could fucking go around rocking around kicking shit and like yeah having a feeling like a rocker now i mean the the stratocaster with the wire kind of you know that's kind of realistic to uh, you being plugged into an amp but no it uh not not the best thing it would have been way better if it was wireless obviously batteries yeah it's not as big of a deal they can you can generally last quite a while the battery life on the guitar hero one but yeah me personally i am choosing the guitar hero guitar it's just Timeless. Personally, it's the Guitar Hero 3. That, that was my baby. Uh, the Rock Band one, it was fine. It was okay. It got me through. But uh, I definitely improved my guitar game once I got my hands on the Guitar Hero 3 guitar. Thankfully, it was totally connectable with Rock Band. So you could sit there, rock out with a Guitar Hero guitar. Mwah. Couldn't do that with the 
guitar... Well, I don't know if you could do the rock band with Guitar Hero, but you would never want to do that, I don't think. There might be some people that prefer the rock band guitar. I'm going to go with the Guitar Hero. So we'll just kind of blow past the uh, microphone. Both had microphones, I believe. I personally still have my microphone from Rock Band 1. The thing is sturdy. It still works. If you hit someone with it, it will do some damage. So it's a quality microphone. It does the job. It is wired. It's got the longest wire you've ever fucking seen in your life. It's like 80 feet. So again, you can rock around the house, but it's wired. So there is that. But it, it does the job, so it's fine. And now, the drums. So, I have a long history with the rock band drums. So, I'm going to go in there quite a bit. Guitar Hero didn't get drums until their fourth game. And we'll quickly touch on them. I didn't get my hands on them very much. Obviously, the huge appeal for that particular drum set was it did have cymbals. Now, they weren't the best cymbals. Honestly, the structure of the drum doesn't look anything like a real drum set. Like, the snare drums all out of, out of whack. And there's only one pedal. I mean, that was a thing that I've always... That's a thing that I still need to work on today as a drummer is my left foot. Because Rock Band never really activated my left foot when it came to drumming. Uh, just a little quick note. I'm a basically... I'm a self-taught drummer through Rock Band. Rock Band taught me basically how to drum. Like, I played Rock Band for like 10-15 years. And then I just got on a real drum kit... And I was able to play stuff. So basically self-taught, thank you so much, Rock Band. But there are some key things that those drum sets are missing, like the snare drum's out of whack, the fucking, the cymbals weren't in the best spot on the Guitar Hero one. They're kind of, they're a little centered. It's a little awkward looking, but it was very, very cool. I was very jealous when that thing was shown off. I was like, fuck, I want cymbals. Because Rock Band didn't get cymbals. They had them. They had some, like, wacky Mad Cats one, I think, for Rock Band 2. I never got those. They were they were not very good. They were, like, I think they were made out of pure plastics. They were loud as fuck. I think they were super expensive. I got the Rock Band 3 one, the whole kit, and Caboodle. Those things are fantastic. I still have them today. They still work. So I bought them in 2010. They still work now. So... It's it was a it's a quality little fucking drum set for what it is. So it's it's it it does the job. But the Guitar Hero drum set, it was there's some things wrong with it. Like the foot pedal wasn't quite right. If I remember correctly, I don't think it had a little bar that you can attach the pedal to, so your pedal might be going all over the place and that's crucial. Like you got to have your pedal fucking sitting still and be in the same spot. That's big. So the, the Guitar Hero one was serviceable, but it really, at the point when it came out, like, Rock Band really figured out its shit. But Rock Band didn't have a fucking excellent start out of the gate, so that first Rock Band drum set was fucking garbage. It was trash. I literally got a broken one right out of the box. The thing was broken. It was um, probably missing, I would say, almost 50 to 40, 40, 50% of the notes were just missing because it was just not registering. I thought I just sucked. But then, like, I was playing it for, like, a month or two. I was like, shit, why? What is going on? Found out my thing was broken, got a new drum set, and off I went. But that first one was rough, man. It was loud as hell. It didn't quite have the padding. It was very plasticky. Uh, that fucking foot pedal was a nightmare. It was cheap. It was flimsy. Nine out of ten times, it's broken. I think I went through three of them personally. I did the fucking butter knife trick where you tape butter knives to it to try and give it some more stability. And no, it just didn't work. But 
yeah, that first that first drum set was pure trash. I did everything that I could to make it a little bit better, put felt pads on it, this, that, and everything, the butter knives. And it got me through, man. It did. It, it was fine. My dad hated it, fucking pounding away on that thing, but I loved it. God, I loved playing that thing, and I was just so desperate to play drums. I was never allowed to have a drum set, so this was the first... The closest thing I've ever gotten to a real drum set, and I beat the fuck out of those things like like nobody's business. It was nuts. So when I finally did get a one that worked, it was pretty damn alright. But yeah, certain things about it were not great. I think I don't think I got a rock band two drum set, and I didn't upgrade until three. And then that drum set was awesome. Like I said, I still have it, still works. The padding on it was so much better. It was probably like at least 50% quieter. Uh, the, the foot pedal was substantially upgraded. I still have the Rock Band 3 one. Didn't break it. They added a little fucking metal plate on it. Made it a little bit thicker. And it's just dandy. It's, again, it's not positioned like a real drum set whatsoever. The snare drum makes no sense. It should be not there. But uh, the toms were fun. Uh, the symbols, admittedly, on the Rock Band 3 ones are pretty alright. Like, beat the fuck out of them. They're padded. They're much better quality than the Mad Cats one. They still work for me, personally. Sometimes sometimes they're better than others, but for how much pounding I did on that thing, very, very impressive. And they were very, very difficult to find. And that Rock Band 3 drum set was also very difficult to find. But still have it now, and I'm not giving it up. And yeah, by far, picking the Rock Band 3 drum set, it's not perfect like me. As a drummer, I would say like, yeah, it's it, there's definitely a lot of things wrong with it. But for, for how fun it was to just hit the damn things, yeah, it was so much fun, man. Like, I fell in love immediately when I played the demo at Best Buy. Shout out Best Buy. They, they always had the Guitar Hero Rock Band shit, and that's where I got so much playtime before I can get my hands on one myself. And yeah, I sat down at that drum set and I was just immediately in love, needed to have it, and I did. So yeah, rock band drum set all the way. It's it's not perfect, but it's uh, they did quite good by the end, I thought. And yeah, the Guitar Hero one, it's fine, not my favorite whatsoever. Uh, rock band does have a keyboard. I don't know if Guitar Hero ever did get the keyboard. They might have had like a guitar or some shit like that. I actually do have the Rock Band 3 keyboard. Uh, admittedly went through like a 10 year uh, like adventure trying to find one. My wife finally snagged one and you know by the time I finally got one, I was kind of out of rock band sadly. I tried it. It's quality, it's fine. It's just you know then you got to purchase a whole bunch of piano songs now it's just like it's it was over, but it's a fine little device. It does the trick. And I think that's all the instruments, right? Yeah. like there's a few of those spin-off game instruments like the the Beatles rock band. I desperately wanted that bundle. I thought those little fucking, oh, those little guitars were so neat looking and the drum set was cool. I just loved the fact that they put something that represented a bass drum in front of it. I thought that was really cool. So shout out to the Beatles rock band little peripheral set. I never got my hands on it. I already shouted out the really awesome looking Aerosmith guitar. That thing was fucking whipping. So who do I give the edge in peripherals to? Well... 
It's really, really tough, but I think just the quality of the Guitar Hero guitar over the rock bands, uh, at least especially over that first version of it, I'm going to give the edge to Guitar Hero because that thing is so iconic. Like, the Guitar Hero, excuse me, I think the Guitar Hero guitar could go in, like, the the gaming museum. Like, that thing's going to be as, maybe as iconic as the fucking Nintendo zapper when when you're shooting the duck hunt and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Those things are iconic, and they came out first, so I'm going to give the very, very slight edge to the Guitar Hero peripherals. The drum set was serviceable. It wasn't bad, and, like, I love the drum set and the Rock Band one, but like I said, it's pretty flawed in that of itself. The final product was pretty solid, but it's still very, very far away from a real drum set, so I'm going to give it to Guitar Hero. So since we kind of talked a little bit about spin-off peripherals, let's go into the next category, spin-off games in their franchise. Who had the better spin-off games? Because... Both franchises had quite a lot of spin-off games, uh, band-specific games, things that weren't numbered titles. So we'll dive into those games and we'll go through which ones I think had the better spin-off games in their series. So let's start off with Rock Band. And they had themselves quite a few as well. So they had their main games, 1 to 4 and whatnot. And similar to Guitar Hero, they got the ball rolling first with their spin-offs, but... Guitar Hero started doing band-specific titles, which was interesting. We'll talk about it, but the first one that uh, Rock Band did was the Beatles Rock Band. And I got this one and admittedly freaking loved it. It made me fall in love with the Beatles. There was a handful of songs that I knew, but this really goes all in with their catalog from the beginning until they're split up. And I think they have... They might have some of their solo career songs, and they're definitely going to have some bands that were inspired by the Beatles, some of their jams as well. But specifically, they have a lot, a lot of Beatles songs, probably over 40 or 50 of them. And it was awesome, man. It does, admittedly, it does get a little bit repetitive playing like 10 or 12 Beatles songs in a row. That's kind of the problem with the band specific titles. You got to be really, really in to that band's library. And I mean, the Beatles are one of the best bands that you can pick. They have such a large library of hit songs and they were only together for such a short amount of time. Can you only imagine if they stayed together forever and uh, that's for something else. But Beatles rock band was freaking sweet, man. I think... Oh, it's it's up there for one of my favorite ones. It's between this one and Green Day Rock Band. So a little bit surprising, but I love Green Day. And they as well have a pretty large discography of songs. They've been around since the like mid-late 80s. I think they got started in like 86 or 88. They've been around the block. So their earlier songs are more punky, and then you get more into their... Their poppy, Green Day, um, American Idiot phase, which was fucking huge. For me specifically, I was in, like, grade six when that album dropped, and it was massive, massive for my for my grade six class. But, yeah, man, it goes through the, the American Idiot when they rejuvenated their careers and they're back on top of the world, and then it goes into their later stuff as well. I think it came out in, like, 2009, so it doesn't go anything past that, obviously, but... 
Oh, baby. This one I remember renting at a Blockbuster. It was one of my favorite things to do was to... Because I didn't want to drop... Because I'm pretty sure all these spin-off games were coming out at full price. And they just weren't... I wasn't willing to pay that much for the spin-off games. There was a couple I was very interested in. But, yeah, the spin-off games were too expensive for me. So I love to just go rent them and just just play the shit out of it for a weekend. Just go nuts and try and be- play every song and beat the whole game. And I generally could, and it was a ton of fun. And I did that with Green Day Rock Band, and it was like a, a 9 out of 10 weekend. I had a blast. I love Green Day. Like I said, I think they have an awesome catalog of songs. Some of them really, really hard, like Basket Case was fucking nuts. And yeah, love Green Day. I still play Green Day songs like... On a weekly basis, I, I just, oh, it's so much fun. And that, I like, between Green Day and the Beatles, those two are are my favorite of the spinoff games. And I think those are, like, the only ones that I actually got to play. I've heard some rumors that uh, there was allegedly, uh, what do you call it, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, potential game that was in the works and got canceled. Uh, Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin as well, but... I mean, not to go down the rabbit hole of Led Zeppelin and, and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd, a mass, two of my favorite bands of all time, but they don't like to, like, just let their music go out and do shit willy-nilly, so they never wanted to have any other songs on rock bands, sadly, which, which fucking sucks, but yeah, so there were some cool ones that, that could have been, but weren't. And then they kind of did a weird thing, they made a Lego rock band game, admittedly, I never played that one. But it's cute. It's charming. I mean, we all like Lego games. I never thought that Lego would do a rock band. It's a little bit unnecessary, but I don't know. You know, you want to cash in on the kids. The kids probably liked it. There was Rock Band Blitz, which is a downloadable title released. Um, It's kind of like the they had a, a handheld one. I think it's for the phone. It's also called Rock Band Unplugged. Uh, I think it doesn't use, like, fucking peripherals, like you're not walking around on the bus with a little drum set and a little guitar. They just use, I think, just rather touchscreen buttons. But yeah, those were nice little additions to the series. Like, they make sense to have little on-the-go versions of it. They're pretty neat. And I think the last one that they released here, I didn't even really know about this, but apparently there's a rock band... Uh, VR version, which sounds amazing. Like, if they were going to do uh, a reboot of Rock Band and they can, now that the technology for, like, Oculus and, and VR stuff is pretty crazy since 2015, uh, I could see that being pretty amazing, an amazing experience to be, like, imagine just they have, like, Wembley Stadium and you are there on Wembley playing in front of 85,000 fans, like, singing queen songs with you that would be so freaking cool man can you imagine that so that's about all the rock band spinoff games like i said they had some phone games but uh guitar hero definitely went a little bit overboard when it comes to the uh off spinoff games and stuff like that they went banana so they started off with a little one encore rocks the 80s just a little Basically a DLC, but they put it on a disc. I don't think that one was full price, so that's a throw-in. Aerosmith was their first band-centric one, and I did play that one. I remember a friend of mine had it. I got to play with the Aerosmith guitars, where I, I kind of fell in love with that thing. And I, like, slaughtered that game in, like, a sitting. And the hardest song, I think, on Aerosmith was, like, Train Kept a Rollin', which was, like, I think, third or, like, 
one of the harder tiers in Rock Band. And I already beat that, so I smashed through the entire game. It was fine. Like, Aerosmith, awesome band. I just, I, we, I think we all kind of, like, we're like, huh, that's the first one, eh? It's like, yeah, they're, like, they're a good band. It's just like, huh, huh, all right, it's fine. It's a solid uh, spinoff game. But again, that was one that I think they won full price for. I remember so many of the Guitar Hero Aerosmith, like, bundles. You can pick them up for, like, 20 bucks all the time, I think. I saw them all over the place. Really should have picked one of those things up. God damn. Uh, you got things called, like, on-tour decades. I have no idea what that is. What's on-tour? Is that their little handheld one? Yeah, it is. Oh, the handheld one on the DS. This thing was cool, man. I really wanted it. This one had, like, a little attachment that it, that attaches to the DS, and it's, like, four buttons, and it's, like, this little mini kind of handheld guitar thing. Very cool. I thought it was neat, and that came with, I guess, a DLC little package called Decades. So that thing was really cool. I never got my hands on it, but I really, really wanted it. And now we start getting into some of the good shit. Guitar Hero Metallica. This thing was awesome. This was the closest one that I I got to paying full price for. I wanted it so bad. I was like, oh, these songs are going to be so hard. It's going to be amazing. I waited and waited. I finally picked it up cheap one day at... I use game store and I still have it. It's amazing. It's probably my favorite spin-off rhythm game like out of all of them. I loved playing through this game. It was such a fun weekend just slaughtering Metallica songs. And yeah, again, they've been around since the 80s. They have tons of really fun songs to play, especially on Guitar Hero like oh my god. And yeah, Metallica was one that I wanted so freaking bad. Smash hits. It's exactly what it is. It's definitely a shameless one that they released. It's just a bunch of the popular songs re-released. Uh, with I think they added some extra songs as well. I remember my buddy got it, Billy. He got it. He loved it. And but he's like the biggest Guitar Hero fan. So yeah, some people liked it. This is when like you know the question marks started coming up. Like okay, they're starting to overdo it, don't you think? And like yeah, that was probably a little bit overdone. And then. DJ Hero happened, so I'm counting DJ Hero as a spinoff game, and let me tell you something, y'all, DJ Hero slaps, I fucking, I picked up a thing, uh, uh, the DJ Hero bundle, I laughed at it too when it first came out, admittedly, I was like, are you fucking serious with this thing, and then I saw it, I was like, man, that looks cool, it looks pretty fun, and I finally picked one up for dirt cheap, it was probably like $40, and I loved it. It was so much fun. So in terms of like something that's not like guitar centric, this is my favorite spinoff. Like I love DJ Hero. I got DJ Hero <clears throat> 1 and 2 and they're both fantastic. I love the music. It's like these miss like mixing together like two or three songs with this cool remix. And it is so fun, dude. I am not kidding. Like, it might be very, very hard to track down. I thankfully still have mine. Like, I was actually looking at it today because I was moving shit around. I was like, oh, yeah, DJ Hero. It's so much fun, man. I loved DJ Hero. What a fucking little hidden gem. So, DJ Hero was huge. I loved it. Then they did, I don't know if I can really call Band Hero a thing. I don't even know what the fuck Band Hero was. I think it's more for children, that one. They did Van Halen on admitted I don't even remember fucking Van Halen. Let me take a look at this one. Let me see. 
Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I remember this one. This definitely went under the radar for a lot of people. I love Van Halen, don't get me wrong, but at this point, a lot of the good Van Halen songs were probably already available on Rock Band. Some of the other bigger hits were already in previous Guitar Hero games. So this was another one that kind of felt a little uh, unnecessary. No offense to Van Halen. Love Van Halen. But I don't even think I played this one. They did another on tour with modern hits. Warriors of Rock. This was also another one kind of like a greatest hits, but they definitely focused in more on like rock songs, metal songs. Another one that there was no way in hell I was going to drop the money on. But I do believe I rented this one and it was a ton of fun. Like... For a weekend playthrough, super duper dope. And then they did DJ Hero 2, which I love. So, Rock, I mean, they had some duds in there, but admittedly, like, Metallica, Smash Hits was good if you're, like, a huge Guitar Hero fan. I get the idea, but they should have done more. Like, there, I feel like it, there just wasn't that much in that package. DJ Hero fucking loved it. And then the, the little DS thing, on tour, I think that's really neat. I think they really tried with that. So I'm going to give them a special shout-out for that little fucking thing. If anyone has one, let me know. That's really cute. I imagine those things are tough to find now. And I'm going to give the edge to spin-off games to Guitar Hero. They definitely jumped the shark and went way overboard with spin-off games, but some of them were really freaking fun. And if you can find some of them cheap or just rent them for a weekend... They were a blast, and that goes the same for the, for the Rock Band ones. They just didn't have, well, they didn't shoot their shot as many times as Guitar Hero did, but I feel like they had some that were really fun. Like, the Beatles one was very well done. That was just a very well done game. There's a lot of love thrown into that game. They went through and took care of their careers very well. The Green Day one was very well made as well. It definitely felt a little bit more rushed at that point, but... Yeah, I'm going to give the edge to the Guitar Hero spin-off games. Just, why did you make 55 of them in five years? What is wrong with you? So now we come to the final and, I guess, deciding category because we are currently tied 2-2. And the final category is going to be the gameplay slash career mode kind of dealy. So let's start with Rock Band, or not Rock Band, Guitar Hero, because they technically got this ball rolling first. And uh, at the beginning, I mean, Guitar Hero 1 and 2, it was pretty simple. It was just, I mean, like, it was just a career mode. You're just going through the songs in tier of hard, uh, easiest to hardest, working your way up to the final hardest songs of the game. Very simple, but it freaking worked. It was an excellent way to begin it. It was extremely addictive. You can go back and replay the songs. Now, I'm a little bit hazy as to when the like boss battles and stuff like that. I don't remember if that came in at Guitar Hero 2. It might have been there, but I know for sure it was there in Guitar Hero 3. And I love those boss battles, man. Like, especially in Guitar Hero 3 where they had like special appearances from like actual Legends of Rock, hence the name. They had Slash coming out, Tom Morello came out, and you have a guitar duel with them. Like, they fucking sit there and they shred and they have their own little guitar chart and they're going crazy over there. And then it's your turn you start shredding and it's crazy then you're starting to play together and then they have these little like power-ups you can like break their string you can make their chart go backwards it was awesome i fucking love that i thought that was so freaking cool and then the legendary final duel against the devil or what a bum, whatever the hell you want to call him 
but battling him in Devil Went Down to Georgia, dude, oh my god. Took me 400 tries to finally get through that son of a bitch, but, like, I love that battle so much, because, like, your part is hard, like, it's definitely hard, but then, like, you're looking over, like, you do your part, you're like, oh, oh my god, then you look over at what the computer is doing, he's like, you're like, oh my goodness, and yeah, it's extremely hard, and I loved it, I thought that was a really cool addition, but other than that, like, they didn't really stray all that far away in the first three games of Guitar Hero, rather than just going through the beginning, easiest songs, work your way up till the hardest songs, Guitar Hero 3, they added in those cool, awesome, unique, fun boss battles and whatnot, but it still kept that formula, but it had a final boss battle, so it was cool, and then they added in a world tour mode in Guitar Hero 4, so I do have Guitar Hero 4, I have it and everything, I played it, and honestly, it's very forgettable in my mind, that was probably the most forgettable Guitar Hero for me personally, it just didn't hit for me, I feel like I don't know, maybe they just shouldn't have gone into the rock band realm. I think they should have stayed in their lane. I understand it's a competitive thing they don't want. Because, uh, like, rock band, just when you sit down and think about it, like, that's how I thought about it. That's why I chose rock band at the beginning. It's like, I get a drum set, a microphone, and a guitar, and Guitar Hero just had the guitar. So, I mean, for the safety of Guitar Hero's future, they're probably like, well, we better offer up a drum set and a microphone and and yada yada, you know what I'm saying? But their career mode, yeah, they moved on to a world tour thing. I can't remember it very well. I imagine it's quite similar to the style of Rock Band, which we'll talk about, but you're probably traveling around and so on and so forth. But the other thing... Uh, you could do in the in the Guitar Hero games. You can sort of customize your character. There is some character customization. It's fairly limited. It's very similar to uh, the Tony Hawk games, but I think even the Tony Hawk games honestly had a little bit more customization. I do recall in Guitar Hero 3, they did have a good number of guitars that you can pick through. Really good. I like that. So you can just pick a whole different... I think they were all Les Pauls, but Les Paul has a lot of awesome guitars. So, I mean, that's really cool. You can pick... Uh, you can even unlock the specific, like, you can unlock Slash's guitar, Tom Morello's guitar, so that was really cool. And then they have, like, the really fucking weird guitars. I don't remember the ones from Guitar Hero specifically, but I do remember the Rock Band ones. They had a lot of weird ones, like a fucking chainsaw bass, and, like, yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But they had some customization for Guitar Hero. It was pretty fine. Like, it's it's fine. You can pick the characters that are in the game, like... I don't know their fucking, I don't remember their names anymore, but you can pick them to play as as well. You could be Tom Morello, you could play a Slash. It's pretty cool, it's pretty cool. And then I imagine the customization options got a little bit better in Guitar Hero 4. But yeah, their career, it was fun. Like I said, some of the best weekends I ever had was just getting a Guitar Hero game and just going through the career mode in like a weekend. I mean, yeah, it's you can get through it quick, but that's the thing about... Guitar Hero and Rock Band games, you could just continue to replay the songs over and over again, and I legitimately played, I didn't stop playing Rock Band, like, on a weekly basis, till probably about, like, 2017 or so, I I played for a solid 10 years straight, like, very rarely would take more than a week off, like, I played a lot of Rock Band, I mean, if I was able to calculate all the hours, it's Rock Band probably is my most played game of all time. It's up there. It's definitely up there. But the Guitar Hero uh, campaigns, the career modes, they were fun. So I I did enjoy them. They were good. But 
The Rock Band, oh baby. So this game got me, I was beyond excited. This might be the most hype I've ever had uh, had for a video game. I waited so, I felt like it took forever for Rock Band to finally come out. But like the career mode just looks so awesome. You get to create your own band and you can create every aspect of your your band. You can customize their fucking instruments. There's a ton of instruments very similar to Guitar Hero where you got all these different guitars, Stratocasters. I feel like they have more uh, different styles of guitars. I don't think they had Les Paul. That was like a Guitar Hero thing. They got their hands on the Les Paul. Good for you. Well, well done. But they had a lot of customization. They had the basses. They had lots of drum sets, man. Oh, I used to customize my drum sets and all these different colors. I change them up all the time. You can, and then the the character customization was a lot more in depth. And now it's not like your Baldur's Gate threes or anything where you can customize the size of your dick. But you can definitely customize more options on in the Rock Band, uh, from what I can remember. There's just more options. You can go more in-depth with your character, like, make their face. Like, I remember, like, making Led Zeppelin. Like, I just made guys, and they looked like Led Zeppelin. Like, you can definitely customize to a level where you can make people kind of look like people. You can do, oh, here's my Rock Band Led Zeppelin and shit like that, and they had some pretty fucking wacky outfits for Rock Band, and that was the really fun thing about the career mode, like you starting up your band, you get to name the band, and oh my god, I'll never forget my band's name, Estimated Blood, my buddies and I, that's our band name for like 10 years, if we ever actually started a band that's our band name, we all know it, and that was sick, we just randomly generated it, and that was the first name, and then you all get to create your characters. We all had our fucking outrageous rock band characters with our wacky hair and outfits and shit. It was a ton of fun. And then you start your fucking tour. You get in the car. You start out small. You're this nothing band. And you're building up your fan base slowly. Getting money. Unlocking new outfits. New uh, new instruments. Better instruments. They don't give you like stats or anything. But they're just like a better quality drum set, like, oh, this is the Ludwig, it's like, ooh, yeah, that's nice, ooh, yeah, golden, and shit like that, it was really addicting, man, like, it's not, it's semi, it's not like RPG, like I said, you're not leveling shit up, but it gives you more reason to go through the career, other than just having a great time playing the music, now, admittedly, the downfall, the worst part about the rock band, at least in the first game, uh, especially the like, they had to build up their soundtrack, and the DLC was coming out, so I didn't have a huge soundtrack. You would replay songs a hundred fucking times, man. I couldn't tell you, like I said, how many times we did Creep, and we did the full band, man. Like, it was me on drums, my buddy on Billy on guitar. I think it was Jesse and Goody would trade on bass and singing, so we used to make my buddy Ryan sing Creep like a million times it was fucking awful there's some songs that are dead to me i just can't fucking do them anymore and uh yeah so sometimes you had to deal with that because uh you would basically you start out you're like all right we're going to cincinnati and you got like five gigs in cincinnati you go in and you're like all right 
we got to play these three songs. Here's a three-song set list. Set, set list. All right, we're doing Ramones, fucking David Bowie, and whatever. And then they'll be like, all right, here's this set list. It's just random songs. And sometimes you just randomly get creep fucking a million times in a row. So sometimes that backfires. Sometimes it leads to really exciting. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, you get your favorite song. You play it. It's really, sometimes they let you pick it. It's like you pick the set list and then you just fucking have, you pick a sickening five song set list. You're like, oh, this is gonna slap. I love the career mode so much in Rock Band. It was so much fun. I love building up my band. I love bringing my friends along. We fucking all build up our career and building up our, it's like, oh, I got this new bass. Look at that. Oh, I want to change it up to like a red bass. Now I'm going red. And yeah, dude, I love the career mode in Rock Band. It was super fun. Didn't have any, like, boss battles that I can remember. I don't think it really did anything of that nature. If I'm trying to think back, I don't think there was any boss fights. It was just basically, you're working your way up to, like, stadium arena shows. Like, selling out crazy, like, Wembley Stadium-style stuff. Massive amounts of people watching you and your band. Working your way up to multi-millions of fans. It's a lot of fun. It's really freaking cool. But yeah, the downside is the repetitive nature of replaying some of the songs, but it got better once I got more and more songs. You hit the random thing, and when you have like a hundred downloadable content songs and all of them are awesome, like, yeah, it can get that can fix itself in a little bit. But yeah, I definitely can recall it being very repetitive. So overall, in terms of career mode, I'm giving the edge to rock band, but we're not done. There are other aspects to these games there is a multiplayer mode uh rock band you can go online you can get your band online if your friends have rock band at their house you can continue your band together online you can bring them over i think you can battle with each other i definitely i definitely did do that didn't do it very often i definitely especially with rock band i just preferred to be a band play together with everybody that was kind of the whole idea of rock band terms of guitar hero especially in guitar hero 3 where you can do the the battles with the little power-ups that was a ton of freaking fun man and i believe you can play with each other like play uh now i'm trying i'm a little hazy on if you could or couldn't like split screen like your buddy comes over and you both want to play sweet child of mine and you both want to be the guitar i can't remember a hundred percent if you could or could not do that in guitar hero in all of them i feel like in later ones yeah for sure everybody you know fucking eight people playing guitar or whatever and it's a ton of fun so with Guitar Hero, I felt it was just more competitive. So in a way, it was more fun for a multiplayer competitive game. But with Rock Band, that was like the go-to. I feel like it was a lot of our go-to party game. Like if I if I didn't have, if we weren't doing like something with Nintendo games, like we're not playing Smash or something, it's Rock Band. I feel like I had more game days with my friends and we all played Rock Band. I feel like that was generally our game of choice. Everybody loved playing Rock Band. My wife's mom, my mother-in-law still likes to get down with Rock Band. Once a year, I gotta hook that fucker up for her for her birthday because she still likes to get down and rock out for her birthday. Mad respect for that. That's awesome. 
So honestly, I, I feel like this one, I'm going to chicken out, I uh, feel like, a little bit. I'm going to wash them out. I feel like they're multiplayer. They're both great. I mean, I think it's a little bit more competitive with Guitar Hero, but it's a little more, like, friendly, family fun with Rock Band. So I guess it kind of depends on the mood that you're in. Like, I definitely had some competitive battles with my buddy Billy, but admittedly, he was just by far the better guitar player. I could whoop. I was by far the best drummer of out of all my friends. There were some that, that tried to test me and thought they were better but nah nah not happening no way I was always the best but I guess if I really have to just pick one I'll go rock band because I by far put way 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 more time into the multiplayer and rock band I used to just love uh, just going out and playing with random people like we'll just go out and get a band together I love playing the drums so it, yeah sometimes you just want to play with other people and be a lot of fun you can battle with people it just again I just that's not usually what I was turning rock band on for so I give the slight edge multiplayer wise I guess to rock band but it's super close they're both super fun and now this one's kind of a a little bit of a, like a subcategory, but I think it's very important, and it's definitely been debated between my friends and I, and that is the charting of Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Charting is uh, the way that the notes are coming down to you. So what am I comparing in this by, by, what do I mean by this? So how does it look coming down? Like Guitar Hero, they're little symbols, they're a little rounded, and they're a little bit better, I don't know, kind of better looking They're, the chart that comes down it's got all this crazy shit going on the background you got the crowds and shit going on and stuff it's stylized it's a little bit like i said it's kind of cartoony uh, more of a cartoony style and a lot of people uh swear by the charting i, I almost I, I don't know if it's to the level of like with the instruments like i just cannot play oh no i feel like there's definitely people that are like i just cannot play rock band i don't like the way that the notes look they they're square or, or rectangular i don't like it i don't like the way that they're colored so on and so forth same thing with guitar hero i remember vividly like i complained about playing it on ps2 i couldn't see the notes very well i found it very very blurry and yeah, I, I once I got onto the 360 and things were in HD much more clear, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, this is good. And then the charting is definitely different. So there are songs in their libraries. They share some songs like uh, Rock Band has Freebird and so does Guitar Hero. And Guitar Hero's version of Freebird is different than Rock Band's. It's charted a little bit differently. Rock Band tends to be a little bit easier and Guitar Hero tends to be a little bit more hard. And they do a little bit more different things. Um, I'm not, I don't remember who did it first, but I feel like it was Guitar Hero World Tour where they kind of started doing like strumming almost like how to lay down a chord where you're like you're holding down one button and then uh, in the same thing, then another button comes and you're holding down two and then a third. So it replicates playing a real guitar a little bit better, though it's still very, very far off from the real thing. It's they try. They're trying different shit. So some people prefer the charting of Guitar Hero stuff. They prefer the the higher challenge of it. Me personally, I always preferred the rock band look. I like the way it's just more clean, it's clearer, I can see the notes better. Especially when it comes to the drum charting. Oh my goodness. Uh this is I really, really struggled with the Guitar Hero drum charts. Mainly because the the bass drum pedal comes down in a purple bar and it's quite hard to see especially if you're playing fucking like 
Megadeth or Avenged Sevenfold. You're playing something crazy, and there's just a ton of these purple bars. And if it's going fast, it's a little dark, and you can lose them quite easily. The Rock Band one, it's nice bright yellow golden color it flashes it's very 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 visible so me personally i prefer the way that it looks but i definitely at times feel that the guitar hero charting is more fun now i guess that comes down to what you prefer in terms of your challenge i prefer the drum charting in rock band but i prefer the guitar charting in guitar hero which kind of makes sense right like guitar hero they should have the guitar stuff pretty down. I feel like they do. So, again, I'm going to give the slight edge to Rock Band just because I prefer the way that those games are charted a little bit more. It's a little less challenging. Oh, shit. I almost forgot one of the big ones. Hammer-On. So, I'll just kind of lay this out flat. Rock Band Hammer-Ons suck. Guitar Hero Hammer-Ons, much, much better. Way more crisp, way better feel. Guitar uh, Rock Band ones, they're flimsy at times. They've gotten better, but by far, the, the Guitar Hero Hammer-Ons, much better. Mwah. If I could make the perfect game, it'd be like the Guitar Hero charting with their Hammer-Ons with the Rock Band uh, look of it. It's just kind of more simple and clean. I like it better that way. It does get flashy. They just do it in a more clean way. Like when you turn your overdrive on, you know, that classic overdrive baby when you whip the guitar back like you're going, wow, shit like that. And of course, the rock band one, another reason why I loved it so much more than, um, or I was more appealed to uh, uh, rock band is because with the drum set and you could do the drum fills and you just go nuts. You could do whatever the hell you want. And that's been like a dream of mine. I've always just wanted to go on a drum set and just go crazy on it. Just hit it, go like play a drum fill. I've always wanted to do that. And Rock Band's like, yeah, you can do it whenever you want. Just that's how you start your overdrive. I was like, oh my God. So yeah, that shit was huge for me. Overdrive, it's more fun in Rock Band for me because of the big rock endings. You just go fucking nuts and shit like that. So, charting for me, slight edge to Rock Band, but there's, oh man, if I can make a perfect, if those two can come together and make a perfect game and just take their little aspects and, oh, build up guitar band or something like that. I don't fucking know. But yeah, slight edge there as well to Rock Band. So, I think that is everything. Given the edge to the career mode, to Rock Band, the charting to Rock Band. And they're taking the gameplay slash career mode category, and that will edge them out ever so slightly, 3-2 to two over Guitar Hero. So your winner of this versus is Rock Band. Yay, everybody. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it may not be a surprise to my close friends that know how much I love Rock Band, but I feel like even some of the diehard Guitar Hero fans would even admit that Rock Band is a better game. It's a better, well-crafted game, but Guitar Hero, Hero is so fun and... Yeah, it's, I love them both. I really, really do. I was a little bit of a stickler, admittedly, at the beginning with Guitar Hero. I'm like, no way. I'm a rock band guy, but I just love rhythm games, so I like them both. I think I own more Guitar Hero games than I do rock band, but by far, I've put way more time into rock band, and that will be my winner of this week's verses, and that is this week's episode, everybody. Thank you so much. What do you think? Are you a Guitar Hero person, or were you a rock band yeah, did you make a rock band? Oh, man, I made so many rock rock bands. It was so much fun. Or rock band rock bands. Yeah, super fucking awesome game. I love rock band. Always will. And I can't wait for it to come back. 
If you think Rock Band or Guitar Hero is going to come back one day, I know they tried with that Guitar Hero Live. I played it. I actually played it. It was fine. It was just, it wasn't time yet. It hadn't gone away for long enough. Maybe it's been long enough now. We'll see. Maybe in a few years we'll be talking about Rock Band 5, Guitar Hero 6, or maybe, I don't know what the fuck they'll call it, but I would love for those games to come back, but for now I'm playing rhythm games like Theater, Rhythm, Final Bar Line, and I have Patapon downloaded, so that's kind of key. Um... But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having a great day. And I hope this podcast made you uh, get through whatever you're doing and it entertained you. And if it did, uh, review it. Let me know what you think of this podcast. Do you like it? Do you want me to keep doing verses? Do you have an idea for a verses you would like me to tackle? Uh, just note that they are uh, a lot of work. There are a lot more work to do a verses. Uh, podcast than they are any of the other ones there's just a lot more that has to go into it so uh, just keep that in mind but I would love to hear suggestions again you rock band you guitar hero let me know and am I wrong do you think guitar hero by far is better or yeah just let me know send in emails messages anything like that follow along on twitter you can check these out on youtube they get uploaded over there on gamer gx videos the links are all down there there's twitter there's an email address send in questions for video games wrestling hockey i do podcasts on wrestling and hockey as well so you can check those out just follow along stick around for more gx plus cast and again thank you so much for listening